Hello, Hazardous Opinions fans. I am your host, Andy, and I have with me Eric. Hello. And Hunter. Hey, everyone. And today we're going to be covering our miscellaneous topic for February. Uh, So today, this month, was my pick, and we're going to be covering some movies that we really enjoy from uh, genres that we typically do not enjoy. Uh, So this is going to be more of a open-flowing episode across a lot of genres, and you'll get to uh, know a little bit more about our preferences as hosts and see what we like. So today's order uh, is going to be Hunter, Eric, and then myself, and we're going to kind of have our same roundtable discussion as our past topics. So let's do it. I to talk about this one today. Uh, there's uh, not many genres I found out that I actually dislike. But... I was in the same position. I'm like, uh, do I really not like this? I mean, because like I do like some from it, but as yeah. a whole genre, like I don't know. But yeah, I did find I, I, I did find some exceptions to this rule. So you, know, I did find that there were some topics or the, some categories where I was like, oh, I definitely do not like that genre or subgenre. And then I was like researching into it. I'm like wait, there's actually been a few really good entries that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. But yeah, uh, what, what are you here. kicking us off with today, Hunter? Okay, so probably like one of my most disliked genres is Westerns, like I've mentioned to you guys before. And I before anybody gets angry with me, I I understand. I understand that uh, Westerns are huge to film history. And I mean, we just went over a movie once upon a time in Hollywood that Quentin Tarantino, you can tell he is passionate about like that time and the Western series as well as movies. You can tell Mm -hmm. he's very passionate about it. That's why it was included in the story with Rick Dalton being a, western type actor that was aging and i get like the john wayne of it all the clint eastwood Uh, i do i do and westerns kind of encapsulate like quite a bit of our history with you know the western frontier and everything like that it's just uh, it's tough for me because even in school i didn't find myself interested in cowboys i am 116th chippewa and it's a very low section of being part native american it is but i was very interested in native american culture and everything like that so that part of you know when people say cowboys versus indians all the time i was interested in just like basically the native american part Mm mm-hmm and, you know, Jesse James wasn't one of my heroes or anything like that, like you could hear from somebody else. So, yeah, Westerns are one of my least favorite genres. And I did pick No Country for Old Men as That's one of my entries. Western? It is a Western. I, huh. yeah, I mean, I, we had the discussion before too about like it doesn't really need to be in a certain location. But yeah, Texas is definitely like, western even though it's southern mm-hmm. okay. u.s and yeah that one's in el paso i think 
I think so. I, I know it's in Texas. I just, it's been like two years since I've watched it. So I don't know what city exactly, but yeah, that's a, that's a good choice. It's a, yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Thank you. And Eric, I do understand why you're like, oh, that's a Western. What? I mean, even if you kind of just look at it, even if it's uh, a little more updated, like in a more near year, more yeah, from recent, us, recent. There we go. Yeah, uh, that's an easier word to say than what the <laughs> fuck I just said. But like, uh, <laughs> it's got kind of that feel and tone of a western yeah. as well. I could like, I could feel it because I'm like, oh, I've seen plenty of sections of westerns that are like this and yeah uh it's also just got that underlying tone of a western where it's you know kind of almost like eh, so dangerous and so some guys are for themselves and just low like lone ranger type you know but no country for old men i think i enjoyed it even though it was a Western, because even psychologists, psychologists say that Javier Bardem's portrayal of Anton Chigurh is very close to a real life psychopath. I believe and that. It, it is. And uh, that's always been an interesting fact to me that psychologists have actually said that, like credible people. Yep. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing that a man that is not a psychopath in real life. Uh, I don't think Javier is a psychopath. I, I hope <laughs> I hope not. But like that he can portray something like that yeah. and get pretty close to it because there's a lot of inaccurate portrayals in media of psychopaths. And not to be like a like a dark freak about it or anything like that i know a lot of people have said that like if you're super into true crime if you're super into serial killers like you know so and so i don't i don't even want to go into it but it's just that kind of just interest it's not that glorification right it's no interest for me that like i don't see in my everyday life and that it like psychology is so interesting right so Yeah. yeah no like I mean, I will say for myself, I'm I'm not a bad guy. I'm not crazy no, for like, like liking that stuff. Like I just I yeah find it interesting that you say that because like mm-hmm. we uh we literally have a book on our shelf that has like in big lettering says on, on the title it's called psychopaths and serial killers <laughs> and it's like a big compendium of like all different types of like serial killers and uh psychopaths from the past you know yeah so you know like that's that's something it's just like something to learn about because honestly psychopaths are interesting because we don't understand them right thank you yep like uh yeah and just same thing as like sci-fi or something you don't have to understand it to have an interest in it so no that's yeah that's just what i wanted to put in there yeah, definitely. Yeah. I uh yeah, I I I wouldn't put westerns on my list because I don't think I've ever disliked a western, but it's not one of those categories I necessarily seek out, so I see why you'd put that on there. Mhm. But I always I always like the vibes. 
especially with you know all the sand really helps <laughs> yeah yeah the, yeah, the desert the desert like nature of texas yeah yeah and yeah like speaking of like westerns that are like in recent years or like more modern i guess there's this movie called the last stand uh with arnold schwarzenegger, schwarzenegger Have you ever seen yeah it? yeah that is also a western so and that's like really high action like shooty shooty with like cars and like the guy the main the main antagonist is like literally just driving through the states in a sports car so like i don't know what you what is considered a western at that point if arnold was in a western apparently it's called it's called the last stand and it's also got johnny knoxville in it too oh what the hell okay that's yeah it is not good it is one of those drunk movies yeah Ah, it's all right it's 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 not great but like (laughs) that was one of those things was like i was like is that a Western? And then I looked it up and it was a Western. So like, I don't Just know. I guess because it was on the Mexican border. That's the only thing that qualifies it to be a Western. So anything like South related <laughs> considered a Western? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think you yeah. just you throw that sand out there in the environment and guns yeah. and a lot of guys and it's a Western. And uh, just one of those. One person uh... with a cowboy hat. That's That's it. And a tumbleweed, yeah. a tumbleweed, and a tumbleweed, at least one, you know, floating you know across, I mean? floating across the uh, street. You gotta have Mandalorian's that. a western. Mandalorian, yes. yeah, okay, yeah, it is. Now I'm officially confused. I know it's uh, well, okay, okay, it's well, like inspired in my eyes, by westerns. Yeah, so, yeah. Is that what all it takes? Like... Is be inspired by a western? I guess. Okay, so if you want to say like a western. Has to be inspired by a western. Has a vibe like a western. It could be a western. It's got very like folky music, from what I remember. It's got a gunslingers. You're kind of main character. You're in the desert most of the time. It's just killing uh, bad I guys. Suppose. Yeah, yeah. Got, like all the bounty hunters vibes. were big during lots the of sand. cowboy times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, it's just inspired by westerns. It's kind of like that uh, futuristic touch on it though you know like which is which is interesting and i do love the mandalorian and i love the character of mando din jaren like he's amazing and i do feel like even boba fett back in the original trilogy like he he was he kind of had a touch of western-ish yeah God, that's such a. I feel like an idiot. Saying, I know, like, right? Western, like it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense in your head. It's a, <laughs> yeah, correct. The space western. It's categorized. Space there western. There we go. Space western. You yes. know what? I can. I can vibe with that. I like yes. That. Yeah. There we yeah. go. There we go. Space western. Yeah. Yeah, but that's one of the westerns I have on the list. I'll have some more for you guys. But okay. Okay, so I am not a huge fan of musicals yep uh i never i i i never really liked them i i think the the songs uh are like hard to sit through but um i uh i really like tim burton's willy wonka just like just how it was with the whole thing and how um modernized it was from the original willy wonka I like uh I like seeing 
Johnny Depp act like a complete weirdo in it, and it uh, warms my heart. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, the songs in it were—I mean, they weren't terrible, but you know, they were—they were, they were kind of cool. But obviously, it wasn't like the whole part of watching it. I guess uh, some people like the musicals for the songs. Other people like the story. I don't know how someone could get through Hamilton, but uh, yeah. I kind of forget that there's there's songs in that other than like the, the Oompa Loompas singing. Yeah, it's just the Oompa Loompas. I suppose it does fit in that category uh, because yeah. of that. But uh, yeah, it, it's a lot of the the Oompa Loompas singing in that one. Pretty much, yeah. And it's funny you mention Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because that's what it is. That what? What am I saying? I said Tilly Tim Burton's, yeah, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. That's what it's called originally. Yeah, yep, so. yep. And Tim Burton is one of my favorite directors ever. I gotta say, uh, I love his. I don't even know how else to describe it, but like just, <laughs> just his it's, his feel and his, his vibe his outlook on the world and how he sees fantastical stories is uh, his style. There we go. Mm -hmm. And I got to say that all the musicals he's done, he was like, I, like we talked about before on one of our pods, I think it was Coraline's uh, way back. Wow. Throwback now. But nightmare before Christmas, it, Tim Burton wasn't heavily, heavily involved. It was kind of his baby. You know, and then Henry Selleck delivered it right because he was working on Batman. But that was a musical. So I'm sure like he kind of had a a hand in that. Yes, the songs are iconic and it's not too much. And then you got Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You also have Corpse Bride. The like those are musicals, but they're it's not too much like a regular musical is. Right. Because I do, I do also have musicals on my list. That's kind of what I was trying to get to, Eric. But yeah, I I agree with you. And it's funny too. Nell and I just watched Peter King's uh, the new Willy Wonka, the Wonka with Timothy Chalamet being Willy Wonka. Yeah. And we actually, well, Nell didn't enjoy it. I, I'd say sixty. <laughs> I'd say sixty five percent enjoyed it. Just for different reasons. Okay. I'm not going to like dive into it because we're not talking about Wonka right mm. now. But that, you know, that was a musical too. And a lot of the songs were pretty forgettable. I would say Charlie and the Chocolate Factory's songs stick more in your head. Yeah. You know, and I, I do enjoy it. It's very weird. Johnny Depp's doing a very weird thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he might even be like it, overstepping though. the Willy Wonka weirdness compared <laughs> yeah. to timothy Maybe. chalamet and gene wilder but oh man yeah yeah, yeah gene I, wilder just like makes you feel comfortable like oh yeah i'll tour your chocolate factory this guy seems cool hell but yeah then, let's go on a fucking tour uh, yeah yeah but then uh johnny depp's character he's like all right i'm i'm ready to be done but like just this guy's weirding me out but like he also like has some witty comebacks to these bratty kids to the too. bratty kids and you can just yeah. tell he he cannot stand the kids <laughs> right away. It doesn't even take much. He's just like, 
Ugh. Yeah, she's just like kind of grossed out by them, and yeah. then kind of like yeah. dismisses them. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I kind of, I, I love that. I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think the Tim Burton Charlie and Chocolate Factory always creeped me out as a kid. Um, <laughs> but I will never forget the Oompa Loompa songs, mostly due to basic training. Yeah, doing some very interesting exercises to that song. That's cool. <laughs> Augustus Gloop will be forever in my head. <laughs> well, they have a pretty consistent beat, so I suppose you can have like some exercises like <laughs> to the beat of those songs. That's actually funny. Yeah, you could move Push like Oompa Loompas. Dude, they, they get they yeah. get down with it. It was yeah. uh, us doing lunges around this big square with our like full camelbacks above our head. And like as you're doing the each lunge. You're singing the Oompa Loompa song. No way. Yeah. You're joking so me. Embarrassing. Girls are would just sit in the corner watching like 30 grown ass men. Well, I mean, he's getting a kick out of that. 17 to 30. But yeah. Like, like Oompa Loompa. Yep. Like that? Yep. Yeah, You're no, joking like, me. Drill sergeants have no chill sometimes. They will just humiliate you and laugh yep. at you. You just <laughs> what holding the, the water above your head and just doing the thing around the square silly as shit because <laughs> why we, not right <laughs> we we should eric can we just like make a movie of andy and the guys doing that <laughs> right okay yeah fuck yeah oh my god that's amazing <laughs> you do a lot of stupid shit in the army yeah that's that's funny you got to make it like somewhat fun right yeah yeah they yeah. gotta they gotta put exercise in you somehow and they just yeah. they want to have fun with it so Right. Yeah. yeah. That's not what I was expecting when you said musicals, but that's that's a good one that uh uh it's a classic. And I, yeah. I do I do have one too, Eric. So I'm I'm glad you okay. started rolling with that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What you yeah. what you got? I also have musicals on my list, but I'm gonna skip that one for now. Okay. I wanna start off a little bit with my uh romance ones. So as you guys know with like spring and stuff like that romance is not usually my category uh-huh. I just find them very cheesy cookie cutter low effort a lot of times Uh-oh. and hey, maybe <laughs> it's my own thing that i don't have my own you know love story yet to compare it to but i usually just don't like i don't connect to it i don't like them i don't like the character <laughs> but one movie uh that i've watched recently that i really loved and I'm probably going to watch again here soon is Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, it's oh, a yeah. very sweet movie. Andy. Yeah. Andy. Yeah. After yes. the, right after my wife, Nell, listens to this pod, she's going to be messaging <laughs> you. She's going to be messaging <laughs> you about Crazy Rich Asians. She read the book and she loves that. And she showed it to me. And I yeah. really enjoyed it too. Okay. Is, no, it, sorry, is it accurate in the book from what she's told you? So. Because it's a true story, right? It's it's not. Like, I don't think so. It's just, I think it changed some things from the book, from what I remember her saying. But like, you'll have to have a conversation with her. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. don't know the the backstory enough about it, but I'd be interested to learn. I just, oh, of course. I don't know. I don't know if it just hit me in the right mood or if it's that good of a movie. But I mean, mm-hmm. the ratings can speak for itself. I think it's just a outstanding romance movie that's. Even though most people that probably watch it are not 
of the like family dynamic to really understand Chinese families and how that works. Mm-hmm. You still kind of like you can pick up on all that and like understand, even though you haven't experienced a lot of that yourself. And at least understanding it in your own way and like people that are out of your league. And it's, I think it's just a really sweet romance movie that uh, got me in the feels multiple times. The, the cultural differences, right? You can like, yeah, I, I really like that. You brought up that point. That's maybe a part of why I enjoy that movie is because how, how are we supposed to know as, you know, like, not coming from Asian families or Asian countries. And apparently it is really a thing. It's a real mm-hmm. thing. And it's really sad to think about when you put it in a story like this, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is Chinese, right? Or is it, it's Singapore. It's us. I'm... Yeah. It, it's Singapore. Yep. Okay. My bad. I just want to get the right country there. No, you're good. I can't believe you. How could you not know? <laughs> Eric, well, have you seen it? I have. Our main character was Chinese, I thought. Oh, I, um, actually, oh, she, no, I think, okay. She so might be. Her boyfriend yeah, so it's like the Asians, but like they, they, like a lot of, there's a lot of different cultures within Asia, right? So it's easy to mix up, I guess. Well, yeah. and, and classes, so yeah, and classes, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. there's there's that too. I'm oh, sure by that the all way. just adds the complexity too of like, like oh, you're from this country, and like, it's just the thing that like we don't really practice in America. Like we're such a melting pot that like mm-hmm. what country you really come from doesn't matter too much. Or at least I hope for most people here. <laughs> yeah, I can't speak for everyone, but. Whereas over in like Asia, it's very like, oh, you come from this predominant family and stuff, and yeah, yep. like you said, it's it's very much cultural differences watching the movie, but I think they they ease you into that really well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, like right away when you brought up uh, when we were talking about where it was set mostly, and like bringing up Singapore, God, guys, like, oh, what a beautiful freaking city that I would actually oh, yeah. love to visit, right? absolutely oh god just breath any chance i get i'll do it yeah <laughs> yeah and very good asian actors in this movie like you got michelle yo you got henry uh why am i blinking on his last name Golding. right now yep Golding. yep and you got uh you gemma and, chan, uh, and gemma chan uh, i'm still somewhere in the middle for her i don't know i feel about aquafina aquafina what? Oh. But uh, Ken yeah, Aquafina, uh, who's the other uh, comedian in there? Ken Ken Jung, is that what it is? Oh, oh yes, yeah, that played uh, <laughs> Leslie Chow From Hangover and Hangover? Community. Yeah. Um, yes, that's uh, Ken. Yep, Ken Jeong. Yeah, yeah, he's yep. he's good in it. I like mm-hmm. his role. Oh yeah, he, he always kills it in anything he's in. Yeah, but yeah, and, no, very enjoyable. Sorry, last point on Crazy Rich Asians. You're good wow like so (laughs) when they say crazy rich like they're not lying like you watch this movie and you're like you think you know rich watching like my million dollar lotto home or something on (laughs) in america here like it's a whole nother level in this movie oh yeah oh yeah insane yeah no it's nuts like they actually capitalize on how rich the people are 
you know, like it, it does tell that part of the story very well. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like a, like a level of wealth that like most, the 99.99% of people will never understand. Like right at the beginning, that's where it kicks off. And like, I actually love that beginning scene in the hotel where it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm her, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> Michelle Yeoh. God, she kills it. Michelle Yeoh seems so sweet, but God damn her role in that. Yeah. God, she seems so cold and it's so she weird seeing her in that her. light. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. Anything else on Crazy Rich? No, no. I, I'd like to one day cover that one more in depth because it's, it's just a fantastic movie. But yeah, just one of those romance movies that is really good. You know, Andy, you just gave me an idea. That's an episode Nell can guest star on. She yeah. would love that. Yes. We should yeah. bring her on. She should tell yeah. us all about the book. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting to have, like, you know, kind of comparing that in the book. And yeah, no, she, she'd be very good at it promise not uh, guys i'm not just saying it because she's my wife right like, <laughs> she's yeah, she's passionate that. about that movie that's one of the first movies she showed me and it does hold a special place in my heart so thank you for bringing that up andy that that was very good oh let's see here okay so going away from westerns musicals all right and ro- well i i love romance <laughs> movies actually thanks andy shut up <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, bud. But I'll go with a... Whether you guys want to say a biopic or biopic, I don't know. I don't know what people like to say. Biopic. Biopic. Biography. That's usually what I say. Yes, biopic. That's what I would say. Thank you. But some people say biopic. So That's okay. If it's a medical term, but... biopic biography so you're telling me these things aren't the same thing because like biopsies right so i assume like biopic would be medical oh oh yeah it kind of does sound like you do a biopic (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck are we getting into boys all right i'm trying to defend this person that i don't even know that's saying it wrong oh no 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 i'm not just saying like one single person guys i've heard it on like podcasts i've heard it on videos like trust me like people oh. say both biopics and biopics. It's well, interchangeable, I guess. I'm, I'm sorry, is. but they're wrong. But yeah, no, <laughs> they're I wrong. mean, yeah, I say biopics too. Okay, let's as a pod biopics. Okay, yeah. biopics. So I I chose Bohemian Rhapsody. I know. Okay. I know the director, which I believe is Brian Singer. He he's not a good man. I will like come out and say that right away i think i have it right i think that's why people had some pushback on this movie honestly though if you watch it wow i i love 80s classic rock and the story of queen it was enjoyable and entertaining enough just on its own without it adding some spectacle to it like movie spectacle right yeah it was like these guys's lives you know and it was also like it was also touching and dang guys like Rami Malik wow his yeah. e- his effort going man. Freddie Mercury damn yeah. i like Freddie I, Mercury was like such an interesting character too he's so unique like, right yeah. yeah 
Yeah. And he just like he just embodied that like that character and he like, did i can't tell the two from apart now <laughs> no not really yeah. no and it's just and props to the uh makeup too with the with his uh with the teeth overbites yeah 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 teeth and yeah and like all the rest of the guys are very good as the rest of the queen team you know and it was just it was a very enjoyable movie I'm I'm glad that they actually played over like actual like the actual Queen songs instead of mm-hmm. having somebody else sing them. I don't know. It just it felt so effortless and like natural. It it really matched what they were doing on screen. Yeah. That I wasn't thrown off by it. That it was just original audio. And like. Which, you know, which is better than trying to replicate his voice. You know exactly, what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And like, which, you know, I don't, I don't know who could do nowadays. <laughs> they have Queen has Adam Lambert as their lead singer. And oh. he sounds somewhat close, but I wouldn't say the exact. Yeah, I've never heard him. So I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. You look up some of their songs, like with Adam Lambert now being their singer, but with Bohemian Rhapsody and me being so close to classic rock because of my dad and just loving eighties music in general. Uh, I got, I'm a pretty old soul guys, but like I wanted to share some of that with Nell because she didn't grow up with that. And I kind of just wanted to give her a little insight into my world. And I felt like Bohemian Rhapsody was kind of a medium to do that. Which was awesome. Uh, Rocket Man yeah. next. Rocket Man. Yes, that is on our list Rocket still. Man. We need yep. yeah, yeah. I, I love Elton John and I love um Taryn Edgerton. So I really want to see that still. Yeah. I haven't seen that uh yet either, but yeah, that is yeah, definitely going on the list. Also uh definitely. the dirt. Uh, yeah, the dirt also, is so I've seen good. that one. That one's a good one. Oh, with, with the Motley, Motley Crue story. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I watched the beginning of it. I can't remember why I didn't finish it, though. But I heard a lot of things about it. Yeah. And also, like, with uh, biopics. All right, I'm going to say it. We're just rolling with that. <laughs> with biopics, why I kind of brought it up as one of my least favorite genres is because it... <laughs> It's tough. It's really tough capturing a huge figure's life, even when you're doing a movie on it. And it's very tough to find that one person that embodies that famous person. Sometimes yeah. it can take you out of it seeing somebody else on screen. And I know, I know we can't bring these people back, you know, like if they're they're passed away, you know, everything yeah. like that. But yeah, and th- their lives sometimes like I said, with Bohemian Rhapsody, Queen's story was very interesting without adding these theatrics and stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes movies push the theatrics too much. And then you kind of get like, okay, why did they add that if that actually didn't happen? You know, and that's, that's an interesting thing. And like, I, 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 I like to do, I like to think of uh, a way to, well, I don't know how I'm going to word this, but like I like to get my information about a certain person if they made a biopic about them. Right. Like, okay. yeah, uh, recently I've seen I've seen a movie called Notorious 
It was about Biggie oh, Smalls, Notorious yeah. B.I.G. Yeah. And I liked it. It was really good. And uh, the thing is, is like, I don't know if like everything in that movie was true to his story. And I don't know if I would ever know because like they would kind of have to know enough to go off of like how this went about to make this thing. But then I don't know. I if they added theatrics in there, I wouldn't know. And that's the part where I like. I worry about because like if they put the actress in there that I don't know about it, I'm just going to believe that happened, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if they told me that Biggie Smalls like, you know, hijacked a tour bus and murdered everybody on board, I don't know if I would believe that, but like I would be pretty inclined to believe it because like I don't do my like research. So like that sure. would be like misinformation, I guess, but. I don't know why they like yeah. I think it's for for drama. I I have a question for you guys on biopics. Okay. Yeah. How do you guys feel about doing them while the person is still alive? Like That's like a little Rocket weird. Hmm. Rocket Man? Yeah, like Elton John's still alive. Oh, well, I I think that's like better in my opinion because like you can only assume that they went to him for reference on his story right because they're able to tell you story. stuff yep yeah indiscrepancies this happened or this happened the truth. and then you know even if they did want to put theatrics in there it'd be okay because the person that's still alive probably gave permission for them to do that right so <laughs> it's like oh what yeah they're like juice it up a little bit <laughs> i don't know like like if freddie mercury is still alive do you think he would like if he was able to give his voice on the movie of Bohemian Rhapsody, he'd be like, no, take out all the stuff that makes me look bad or well, like, take out the drug abuse and just the drug use and stuff, I think is drug really use. Well, what, what age and also like rock band hasn't used drugs. Very true. But like, true. like you wonder like if they're still alive, would they also, also cheating on his wife and best friend with true men. Yeah. You know, like not not a bad thing that it was with men i'm just saying cheating in general you know well of you course you would um and... you think you would come to terms with it though be like yeah that's that's my past and like you know it's okay honestly movie about honestly, it honestly if, if they the famous people were honest people and that it was already out there like it was for us, if you think about yeah. it, with the Freddie Mercury Queen stuff, maybe they would allow it, you yeah. know, yeah. and just let it and like, hey, tell my story, you know, go ahead. And if they really appreciate art as well, movies are art. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll give a very simple answer on like if they're still alive and like making it, uh, like. Um, Rocket Man with Elton John. I'll say it like if they just give permission, it's all good. You know yeah. that that's my clean answer, really. Like if they're totally for it, and they consult on it a bit, or whatever they want to do, or it's just like, oh, it's in your guys's hands. Do whatever. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about a it's about a horse apiece. Like if they're dead, then you can lie about them. 
Um, but yeah, if they're alive, it's yeah, also those things. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Biopics are an but interesting thing. They are. Yeah. That made me think about like uh Notorious, uh where he where they told, you know, his story and he didn't do he didn't do very great things throughout that movie. Like he also cheated and stuff. So I'm thinking yeah. that like maybe they did like a whole like a uh tell all before they died at some point. I mean, otherwise, who's going to know about this stuff? I guess the exes and stuff, but, like, do you think that's what these uh, biopics are made from? Or people close to them kind of just, like, passing on their story, too? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, like, any close ones that might have known. Yeah. 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 Do you think we're going (laughs) to... Never mind. (laughs) yeah i i i don't know i guess that's where we as viewers get to rate it and um actually look at the history and see but uh like i don't want to talk about too much yet because we'll we'll talk about more on the oscars but uh, i watched flaming hot finally hunter oh you did and really enjoyed it but yeah looking into the story behind it you're like oh yeah a lot of this is fabricated and yeah 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 and i have seen articles on that too and hopefully Kayla's hopefully Kayla's listening out there but like I'm really glad you enjoyed it and saw what I saw in it like describing it to you and editing was very good can you say (laughs) yeah I was just gonna say yeah from Kayla's perspective she did everything right yeah story comedy all the actors just uh obviously the well storyboarding behind the scenes I guess Mm -hmm. I don't know the the push for that if it's a marketing thing, but yeah, we'll, we'll go more into that in the, the Oscars. Cause I do want to talk in depth about that one. Awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. So this is kind of a niche genre because I like, I generally like romantic comedies, like, mm-hmm. because like a lot of the romantic comedies I've seen, I pretty much liked. What I really, what I don't like is the romance dramas, because mainly what comes to mind is like The Notebook and Fifty Shades of Grey, which I I don't like. So, with that being said, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm gonna say that I like from this category, Passengers. Okay which I don't know if it has to have like a sci-fi element for me to like it, but I really enjoyed this one. Probably Eric. Probably. Maybe, maybe it does. I don't know, (laughs) but (laughs) uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this one with, um, with uh, Chris Pratt and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. uh, Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, sounds like you really remember this sci-fi romance film, Eric. <laughs> I forgot her name. I was gonna say Mockingjay. I knew. Oh, who she was. Okay. Yeah. But like, Katniss Everdeen. Come on, now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whatever. I mean, like, okay, no hard feelings. I really, I really no enjoyed it. That's why I was like, I was trying to find a category that I didn't like, and this was it. And then this was like a movie that I liked. So I'm gonna fight both of you on this know. genre. Okay. Okay. I, uh, okay. I agree Wait, with you. Romance on the genre. Dramas? And I agree with you on the movie. 
you, so wait. you like it, Andy, huh? You like passengers? Yeah, I I don't like the the genre, uh, and I do like the movie. So I agree with Eric here. Okay. Do you okay. like the Notebook? Me? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh no! Yeah, that's why I'm gonna fight you guys. On this. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, dude! No, seriously, News like, fest, bro. Oh, huh? all hurts. right. Okay. I know it hurts you to the core, but I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> Eric, Eric, human connection is a snooze fest. It is when it's like that. <laughs> You're joking! Oh my god. Maybe, maybe I don't find human connection as entertaining as anyone else okay hey Maybe I, i'm the I, weird one i don't know <laughs> i understand that you're masculine men both of you all right oh yeah <laughs> but, but as a as a man that is in touch with his feelings i love the notebook and other movies like it i gotta okay. say no i'm just right. kidding i'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not gonna be that i was being <laughs> i mean if you dude, that's okay man but like, you know like uh like ju- just one little tidbit about okay. that genre. Yeah. Even though you might have a partner in real life, like you do, Eric, Andy. Yeah. I I hope I hope sometime yeah. soon. All right. You don't get those emotions with your partner every single day. You don't get that kind of huge overarching story yeah but in moments in moments with them i feel like you do have some of those feelings and movies like that just really bring them out and like okay uh, god guys i'm gonna i'm gonna sound sappy as shit right now don't don't make fun of me don't laugh okay (laughs) but okay like they make they make me more grateful for my wife all right. And uh kind of just uh the position I'm in and really appreciating love like that, right? That you can find it in a world like this. And I, I'm just saying that as uh, I'm not even gonna go into the world right now, but just uh kind of a general sense, right? So Yeah. That's that's all I gotta say. I'm sorry for getting serious. I'm just no, no, no. I that's it. That's it. I think that's beautiful, man. Thanks, man. Thank you, God. You're that's so touching. Thank you. I I do like (laughs) passengers. I mean, it's not like the the like it's not like the sci-fi part like carries it. Like I I really like how like he was like the only one he thought he was the only one left alive. And mm-hmm. then like, he saw this most beautiful girl and then like, and he did he a really worked up, up the courage thing. to talk to her. Like he was talking to the bartender, the robot bartender about her. For oh the yeah. This time. And then yeah. like, yeah. And then it was like, there was like leaving, rise and falls throughout it. And leaving out know, the whole moral dilemma where he doomed her to die. <laughs> yeah that was that was messed up hey that's that's a pretty big part of it uh yeah I, and eric i watched that in theaters and i really enjoyed it too i did yeah i, I really like that movie even though the reviews say otherwise i i do um i think that's i think the sci-fi aspect really adds to it that's why i was kind of adding that little bit 
about <laughs> like does. that you yeah. that's probably why you enjoy it more yeah and that's perfectly okay if uh an aspect like that needs to be thrown into the works like totally yeah i mean if it if it just like if that's what keeps me in there like i mean cool mm-hmm. i'm all for it you know yeah. so yeah hell yeah yeah is that back to mine already yeah back to you man damn I'm going to kind of touch on a little bit of rom-drum, romance dramas, but being mainly in the musical category, going back to uh, Eric's other category, mm-hmm. and go with La La Land. Oof. So this one combines romance and musicals, two things I equally, not, I wouldn't say I dislike any genre, uh, but I definitely don't favor it or go towards it. And uh, this movie's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, and how could you go wrong with Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Yeah. La La okay. Land. You know, I, I never saw it because it was a musical, so I don't know. It's <laughs> it's really good. There's, like, the songs aren't bad. Like, uh, I can't say I really remember any of them. Now that it's been about a year since I've watched it, but, like... yeah. I remember really enjoying all of it and there's uh, some really good jazz. Uh, Ryan Gosling is like a, a jazz pianist. I think I love jazz. One. Everybody can so. make fun of me, but I love jazz. Whatever. You like, you like jazz. jazz? <laughs> God damn. And that's exactly what I was waiting for. <laughs> you bitches. Uh, <laughs> no B movie com- episode coming up. I- I know, yeah. <laughs> I just watched B movie. Like I rewatched it like a, a couple months ago, and that's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, La La Land. It's seriously like amazing performances from Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. The director Damien Chazelle is super good. I do need to see more of his stuff. Like Andy, I'm gonna watch Whiplash to get ready for our episode on that, yep. and. Still need to finish Babylon. We Nell and I started it a while ago, but I'm really excited for that as well. La La Land, since I love cinematography, like one of the best looking movies to me. It is. I just don't remember loving, loving the story. I do enjoy the ending because of what it did mm-hmm. and that it wasn't typical, right? But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just, I really remember the look of it and the jazz part of it and the ending, really. La La Land has a very, from what I remember, like, stage play type of cinematography. Mm -hmm. Where it's very, like, like set cameras and, like, almost like your stage is moving rather than the camera. Yeah. Type of thing. Uh, But yeah, it's it's a great movie and, yeah, the... I think Damien Chazelle in general is just trying to really get me into jazz with Whiplash and this, uh, and it's working. <laughs> like I never Andy, disliked jazz, but I didn't listen to it too much. And Andy, we can listen to it, it together. We shall. We shall. And hey, I can whip out my alto sax from high school, guys, and <laughs> I can start finally oh, fucking yeah, playing man. jazz. That's exactly why I picked up that instrument. I thought we'd be playing jazz, but we well, didn't. We got the recording equipment. We, we so. didn't play jazz. We did it. Okay. Yeah. Just, you know, you guys know small schools, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
but you know, there goes that dream. It'd be cool if you did though, honestly. I'd rather listen to jazz than the marching band type shit. Co- concert music. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes, yeah. same. Instead of those symphonies, let's Yeah. Let's we like jazz. We like jazz. Yeah. Like jazz. God. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Good pick though. Yeah, back to you, Hunter. <laughs> I'll go. Since you went with musical, I'll hop back to another Western. Okay. Bone Tomahawk. Have either of you seen this? I have never even heard of <laughs> Bone this. Bone Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk. Well, guys, I got a special thing for you. <laughs> All right. So don't like Westerns. And this is definitely, definitely a Western. Not the ones that we were contemplating. This is full on Western. Oh, yeah. They ride horses and in this one. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And Kurt Russell is in it, just like he was in The Hateful Eight. I, I feel like this guy likes Westerns. Yeah. But uh, also Patrick Wilson is in it. And the uh, I keep forgetting the actor's name, the dad from Step Brothers. Oh. Yes, he's he's also in it. Richard Jenkins. Richard, thank you. Thank you. Okay. So those guys yeah. are in it. Dad from Dahmer as well. That's the guy you're thinking of. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. just dad. He's, he's, he's everywhere. A, yeah, he's a, a dad, dad to fuck the people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Andy got. All right. Why'd you have to say that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got me now. But it's it's a pretty recent movie. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's 2019. Tomahawk? Yes, Bone Tomahawk. Uh, 2015. 20... I mixed it up with a different movie. My bad. I should have known it was 2015. Anyways, very good movie. But what I like about this movie, to kind of like get you guys into it and not give away too much of the plot, this small western settlement is disturbed by some strange murderings. And there's a drifter, David Arquette, from Scream fame. Love David. Thankfully, he was in this as well. He He's a straggler, and he comes into the town. He gets arrested. And things kick off from there because he did run into something outside of the town in the beginning. And they were coming for him. Is this and a horror tag on it? And I'm very it intrigued. is. That's oh God. I was gonna get into that. Okay, okay. So it does say in the plot. Yes, there are. There's a tribe of cannibals. That's all I'll say. Okay. Yeah. Cannibals. Yes, there's, cannibals. I, that, I can't watch this. Yes, you can. <laughs> this is why it made it interesting for me. Dude. Is this is this like some green was inferno? Like, no. Green inferno. Well, well. Okay. There is. Like, is this gonna be like descent? Descent. Above ground descent. Okay. No. No. It does. Long turn. I'll, I'll give it away. We're, we're just gonna like, list off a bunch of okay. movies. Yeah, you, yeah. You don't have to tell us more. I'm I'm intrigued with this though. Yeah. Okay, it does guys, seriously, it is so good. Seriously, like okay. they they take their time with it. I like what they do with it. Like being in the western element with this horror element added into it. Okay, I really enjoy it. Yeah, that's okay. That's interesting. And Ashley, 
my coworker, my old coworker, I hope she's listening to this. You, you suggested this for me. So thank you. And I just brought it up. Thanks, Ashley. I, I, I had to shout her out because I totally forgot to shout her out during spring. <laughs> she also, she also recommended spring to me and she's a big Eli Roth fan and big into horror. So I'm really glad she found this Western gem for me because we were talking about it one day and I told her I don't like Westerns and she doesn't really like Westerns either, but she's like, check this one out. I'm like, Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson, I'm sold, you know? Yeah. So that's Bone Tomahawk and add it to your guys' list. Yeah. It's, Bone on, Tomahawk. it's on Hulu, by the way. It's for free. I don't know okay. if I've watched a Western horror before, so this is this will go Western on horror. Isn't that kind yeah. of an interesting, like, you know? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. wasn't uh, that one uh, Lincoln movie with the vampires? A Lincoln Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah, was that a was that a Western horror movie? What the fuck was Abe Lincoln involved in Westerns? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I don't know, man. I'm just uh, from I'm, dust- I might be stretching here or I might be reaching here. <laughs> Another Quentin Tarantino thing, guys. From Dusk Till Dawn, that was I'd say western vampire stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Dusk Till Dawn from Dusk, from till, dusk dawn. till Dawn. There's also Close that one dawn. movie that was that one western movie that was about zombies. It was uh <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. No, I that's not what it's called. Uh, I would, yeah, I, I don't remember what it's called, but I think there's like some sort of Western zombie movie that I've seen a long time ago out there. Okay. That might be also a Western horror. Maybe we should like look up like Western horror or no. Can like, we round up egg. a group of them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause like now I'm like intrigued and like to answer this question because it does seem like a very, very niche thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a very niche category. So, I just want to point this out. I don't have any examples of like any movies I particularly like from this genre, but I don't like murder documentaries. They put me mm. to sleep. Oh, really? Yeah, usually it has to be something else other than murder for me to invest invest my attention in a documentary it may sound weird but that's how i am that's so how true, i do true crime you don't really enjoy true crime not really because it seems like i already know what happened obviously somebody died somebody got murdered by somebody i already know who it was that killed them but all they're talking about is like the person that did it and how like how they were before they got killed and I feel like I sound very insensitive when I say shit like this, but like that just it doesn't really interest me because like, all right, well, we caught him, right? Like, I know he's like life in prison, so I don't know. You do sound like the worst person ever. Yeah, I know, very in, man. Very I know, it, I suck so bad, dude. Did, did you ever watch but, um, the uh, Conversations I, with the Killer on Netflix? The what? conversations with the killer there's like four different ones i think where they do a different serial killer per show sorry conversations with the killer you know like 
when it when it goes into that, I guess I don't know. Maybe Mindhunter is an exception, uh, an exception. Maybe because it's not really a documentary; it's a show. But mm-hmm. did you know, enjoy Mindhunter? I really did. I really enjoyed Mindhunter. Okay, that's from my boy David Fincher. So you freaking better. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I passed I'm, the test. I passed the vibe test. I'm so mad it was canceled, guys. Can you believe that? It One of canceled? the best Netflix series. Yeah, it's canceled. Yeah, bro. It wasn't David Fincher's idea either. All right. Well, we're about. To... Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and no ad sponsors ever. <laughs> please, please, we want your business sponsors sponsored by murder. Anyways, that's just getting bleeped out, and they're gonna have to wonder what you said. Yeah, yeah, you, you can cut that out, Andy. I think. Cut it, cut it, cut it. I didn't say it. <laughs> it was just a harmless joke, I swear. Okay. We're gonna get sued. Okay. I, okay. Anyways. I'm gonna bring us. I'm gonna bring us around to a category that we haven't covered yet. And this is a very niche, not exactly cut and dry one, but like post adulthood animation movies. Post Obviously, I love. I love animations from when I was a kid because uh, I was a kid and they were made for me. But now that I'm an adult, like any that have been made since, I usually avoid them. I don't like Disney movies. I don't usually delve into that realm. But one I do want to talk about is the Puss in Boots movie from two two years ago now. The last oh, one. Yeah. yeah. The I think it was 22. One. Yeah. It's very yes. good. And yes actually delves into some real topics has some really good comedy uh mm-hmm. that works for adults and kids and uh very nice animation style yeah it was uh it was definitely different from the first puss in boots and all the shrek movies it, you could kind of see that like change very easily with the animation style and even though like into the spider verse came out before it I wouldn't say, like, I've heard some people kind of compare the animation style to that. I would disagree. You know, Spider-Verse is kind of its own thing, and I don't think it was trying to copy it. I think it just it's just and tried to right? go into a different direction, you know? But, Andy, I'm really glad you brought it up because, yeah, wow, that is one of the best animated movies i've seen in years and to add on to it you wouldn't really think a villain in an animated movie would be one of your favorite villains you've seen in a while (laughs) right the wolf right oh man and i i can't remember the voice actor to save my life but i know like i see his face oh yeah Yes. I didn't even yep. consider him the villain. I considered him like a I don't know, just like a part of the story. I I the wolf? Yeah. I guess yeah, he is kind of an antagonist. He I'd say he's the biggest one and then the second one is John Mulaney's um character. Think of the the big baby thing. Yes. I'd say he's a secondary. Yeah. And it all comes down to the wolf and Puss in Boots fate, right? With death or you know wow just and i'm very i'm biased because i i love wolves to death and they are 
They are not the scary creatures people paint them out to be because I've been around one. But that being said, still, just you could plant any animal. But I think just a wolf for some reason really fit this character. And was just stunning, amazing, intimidating, effective, everything. Yeah. Yeah, this this movie works on so many levels. And his name was Wagner Mora, and he plays uh, plays Pablo Escobar in one of my favorite shows in, in Narcos. Shit. Well, he's also on something else because I didn't really watch Narcos. He's I in remember the Gray him Man from The Gray Man, that, and there's got to be one other thing that I remember him from. But uh, I can't think of it for the life of me. Dang. But yeah. No, very, very good voice acting from him. Yes, yeah. And mm-hmm. from Antonio Banderas as well as, as Puss. Oh, yeah. W- once Puss in Boots, like once he showed up in Trek 2, I was I was done for. That was one of my favorite animated characters ever. <laughs> and I'm so happy that there's like a standalone movie, two movies for him. Even the first one was pretty good too, but this one was just a step up. And how do you do that? You know? Yeah. Oh, and not just the like amazingly real chats on anxiety, but like real like relationship talk as well with the the kitty, Selma Hayek's character. Oh, I love Selma. And yeah, just a lot of really good adult conversations in this movie, even though it's obviously animated and like more targeted towards kids. And you know, it it's in that boundary in like that middle line where it can be disguised for kids as well though yeah i think i think that's just what it takes for me i need something for me something for the adults when i watch it i get you i get you i would say on your point about like disney movies and i mean can we like have some hazardous opinions on hazardous opinions oh man i'm doing that leo point meme right now there it is. No, <laughs> I understand. Since we just watched Once Upon a Time, but I will say with the Disney movies, more more on the line of Pixar, at least there. Even when we were kids, it wasn't just for us. And I think I had a, I think I told you guys in the Coraline episode. Uh, throwing it back again to the first episode I was on. Like, I can't remember, you know, I can't believe I remember, but I just, I feel like there has always been in quite a bit of animated movies. I won't say all of them, but those like big tentpole ones like Pixar and Disney, there's always been underlying adult elements for us. You just, you have to find them when you're, in the right spot in your life you know it Mm -hmm. like as a kid you kind of just view it and you just see this nicely wrapped gift but when you really like get in it when you're older it's it's just really eye-opening i gotta say and that's that's why i love animation and andy i don't blame you for not liking a lot of animated now now that you're older i'm i'm just kind of bringing up that that counterpoint you know yeah to it. yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, I see that. And I think there's, in the last couple of years, there's been a, a few good standouts. But mm-hmm. overall, I can say I'm safe to blanket the category as generally avoiding for me. Oh, for sure. Hey, yeah, yeah if it's not for you, it's not for you, you know. Yeah. Did Definitely you did you check out of all time lately? Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Did you check out Orion in the Dark, by the way? I did not yet, no. Okay, okay. On my list Please now. let me know your thoughts on that one. <laughs> I I want to know. Yeah, yeah. No. Nice. Okay. Swinging okay. it back to you. Okay. All we'll right. Do, uh, one more round through. Okay, so I'll bring up one we haven't brought up yet. Even though Eric kind of had that romance with the sci-fi element, mm-hmm. I will go mostly sci-fi. And I knew this it's a one. Ver- it's a very... <laughs> I knew some of your guys' too, this fucking episode. I was, I was ready for the romance stuff. And... <laughs> but, Wait, are you taking a jab so, at sci-fi as a whole? No, 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 no. Not oh. not as a whole. So like I'm really kind of going subgenre of sci-fi, if it makes okay. sense. Like yeah. kind of just movies like really primarily set out in space. And okay. you know, I don't know if I could even categorize this movie in the movies I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of like gravity, interstellar. I guys, I haven't I haven't even seen gravity, but I have no interest at all whatsoever. Uh. It's like Never slow wanted... space films. Yes. Okay. Th- those are like drama space films. Yeah. And like, so you wouldn't like a space odyssey at all? Probably not. Probably not. And I think I mentioned that to you guys. Like that is a big classic on everybody's list, but I'm not interested in watching it. I don't have that urge. And it's really weird. Like space is a very interesting thing. It's just that the movies that are made up there, they don't really they're not actually set in space. Sorry. Sorry. But like not filmed in space, but they just, they don't really speak to me and I don't connect to them, but I could go, I'll say Dune. Okay. Does that kind of make sense? It's okay. So it can be big space, you know, yeah planet side that's more of like another planet yeah that's true and like i had star wars on this list too but okay well maybe i shouldn't go dune okay Okay, could i go well can i can i say something so yeah yeah, i'm gonna like i'm gonna agree with you on the whole space thing Mm -hmm. if it's gonna be like a realistic type space movie yep boring because like yes yes there's nothing in space like we kind of know like what space is it's really literally quite literally nothing so yeah. like to make a movie about it like gravity i've never seen gravity either and i've never had no interest in watching it either no because no. like yeah i know that if you let go of that thing you're gonna be screwed and i'm like if that's what the whole movie is about i i i don't think that's like <laughs> really worth right. it to me so mm-hmm. i agree with you on that it would be boring but like yeah. when you add like laser guns and laser swords and stuff okay that's pretty cool okay maybe have yeah. my uh yeah. maybe have my attention here but uh-huh 
but you yeah. have to have something else other than like space. If you make space the whole thing about the movie, it's gonna suck. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I'm also thinking too of let's see, Guardians of the Galaxy. That that's in space quite a bit. It's yep. jumping from planet to planet, but I do enjoy it. Uh, Star Wars, of course. I mean, you know, Star Wars is obviously grouped in in the conversation with Dune. Yeah, of course, because Star Wars pulled from Dune's stuff. Did it? It did. It did. Dune. Dune came first. Oh, pretty sure. Yep. Yep. So I like you can that. see a lot of that like Messiah stuff in it, and you know, like the the chosen. I one. did see similarities. And, yeah. Yes, that's that's cool. Yeah. It's it's basically from Dune, you know. And uh, I'm trying to think of another. Okay, you haven't seen Martian yet, have you? The Martian? No, you guys told me about that one though. Oh too. yes, yes, the yes. Martian. So that I don't know. If, that one's a good one. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy that. I'll be honest with you guys, but I am going to watch it for you guys. I do like, uh, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to watch it for you guys. So like, praise me, you know, yeah. like that. I'm just going to watch it because you guys recommended it and you really like it. So I really respect that, and yeah. I'll watch it. I was, I was primarily thinking of Interstellar for this one because interstellar kind kind of goes to planets and it has a little more futuristic things in it and like kind of mind bendy stuff a lot of mind bendy stuff (laughs) so i'm trying to i'm trying to think of like what that is for me that i just did not really latch onto and didn't like but i love dune and star wars you know what i'm saying yeah yep Mm. does that kind of make sense uh so yeah it kind of does like i think I think Interstellar was playing more with the idea of like space itself. Maybe that doesn't like, like, cause, cause it it goes into like wormholes and time travel and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe it's more of the fiction part and then the more of like the space idea part. Yeah. Yeah. Is what uh, gravitate you gravitate towards? I'm not sure. It could be. That's that's kind of a good point. And like, don't get me wrong, guys. Space is beautiful. Like, right. I I could look up at the clear night sky with stars every night and the moon. You know, like I told you guys about uh, Orion in the dark. I love. I still love the nighttime. <laughs> Even now, you know, it's very important yeah. to me, and that's like that's my time. But just some, something there is just not clicking and i really do want to get to the bottom of it still maybe more of a related movie that i could bring up that i love from that kind of subgenre uh i could go life have you guys seen that i haven't life I with uh, ryan reynolds um jake Gyllenhaal, rebecca ferguson it takes place up in a space shuttle and they is it right capture now? an oh, yeah, he's huh? in that. Never mind. I'm oh, you're good. They capture a species of alien and they don't know what it is exactly yet. And they keep kind of like testing around on it. And then it kind of evolves and it kind of creates havoc on the ship. And I'll say about that movie, not just because I love the I love Rebecca Ferguson. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Ryan Reynolds. You know, that really helped those performances. But it was a thriller up in this space shuttle in close quarters. Like, 
like a different kind of thriller instead of, oh, man, I let go of the spaceship off, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm sorry, guys, if that like seems seems like yeah. shallow or something like that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. know. It just uh, it created an element up there that I was really interested in. And you could kind of compare that to Alien, yeah. which took place in a spaceship in space. But it's so different. You know, I don't know. Just you got to add some little spice to it for me to like it. If that makes sense, I might be very picky on that, but that's me. That's no, that's totally fair. Have you ever seen Apollo 18? I have not. Is it okay. good? Movie. <laughs> I, I wasn't oh, a God. huge fan of that oh, movie, okay. honestly. And mm-hmm. I am think trying to think of like, you know, the whole thing was like in space and there was like, it was like a mystery Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe you would like it because you like life. Because okay. you're describing like a mystery thriller type thing of like, you don't know mm-hmm. what's out there, but something's out there. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't really, you know, captivate me that much. But, but I'm trying to like get on the level of like, yeah, it was in space. I mean, it was one of those like found footage type movies too. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good one, Eric. Uh, as someone who'd seen both Life and Apollo 18, I'll bridge the gap here and say I think you would probably like that one, Hunter. It's not as good as Life, but it's in that vein. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Andy, I'm so sorry. I didn't hear that you did see Life, and I'm sorry. I Well, I was kind of just explaining it for Eric, I guess, then. you know. Yeah. I'm sorry. But yeah, did you, you enjoyed Life, though? Yeah, I, enjoy, I enjoyed Life. I thought it was a decent movie. Good. Was, okay. I've been trying to find a, a space movie that I think you'd like. Okay. I've only found one that I'm going to ask you. Have you seen Arrival? Ha ha ha! It's Denis. I know Bonu. you both seen it's my Arrival. Boy. I love that shit. I love Arrival. I know you both seen Arrival because I I was like going through I I was going through Letterbox today. Oh yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Like I saw it on both of your guys' lists. Oh, rival, and I added it to my watch list once I saw it on you both should. your guys' list because, like, yeah, I'm like, you should okay. watch it. Everybody's watching this movie. I've never even heard of it, so I'm Damn, jealous. That. That's one of the that might be in my top ten list of like movies I could choose to watch again for the first time. That would be in there. I think so too, Andy. I think so oh. too, and like that's why I'm finding Denis Villeneuve like not even with this Dune stuff. I love a bunch of his movies. Like, I I just haven't seen one of his movies, but God, the rest, man, that that guy is just shot for shot, and yeah, I I love his stuff and Arrival. Yeah, I agree, man. Can we watch it for the first time together, like in another life? Is it about <laughs> yeah. an, uh, aliens? Of course, it it's is. About aliens. Yes, it's always yes. about aliens, man. but it's not up in space. It's not in space. You're right. No. It's alien invasion. Uh, I think that one's actually in like Montana. So Yeah. I think so. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. It's in the middle of a, of a of a field for most of the movie. But it's it's yep. actually really interesting. It's a slow burn though. It it's okay. a slow burn, but it really it drives you anyways, and Nell can't really tolerate a bunch of slow burn stuff, and she enjoyed that. So and God, the theme running through it, guys. Well, Andy would know the 
the orchestra piece. Can't ever remember the name of the piece, but the main piece in it, and it's also in Shutter Island. Oh. Yes, the violin. uh, Yeah, it's not going to come to me on the top of my head, but yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, it just adds to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that was yeah, that was mine. Sorry guys, that I kind of went long on that. I'm glad we kind of got down to it though and really like dove you're good. into this a, that. This is like a sensing session for us to like dig down to our our desires and our hates. Yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> yeah. maybe some other exactly. people see themselves in it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, so it was good. Yeah, was what's good. your worst genre? People send us a message. Yeah, please. Because, like, there's a lot of genres out there. It's hard to just say I hate that one, right? <laughs> yeah, so a many lot of in that category. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, what are you going to wrap us out with, with your last one? All right. So I'm, I'm going to say that I don't like, there's not a whole lot of genres that I don't like, but I'm going to go back to the romance dramas. You want to say I'm going to say Silver Linings Playbook is the one that's that I like out of that one. Way to okay. go, Eric. Way to go. Thank you. Maybe it's Jennifer Lawrence. Maybe it, maybe she just carries that shit in both <laughs> of these films. But yeah, um, she's just the one that does it for you. Yeah, I don't know. But I also like her. That does she bring even out some female in it? Well, it does. It's Scarlett Johansson, but she's not like visible. So, like, I don't know. Does she bring out some like hard eyes from you, like uh, Tom and Jerry type shit, like those cartoon hard eyes? Pro- probably. Yeah. yeah. No, I I feel like that's happening <laughs> yeah. for you. It, it's just like every time she's on screen, like Auga, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean, dog? I hope Courtney's around. I hope Courtney's around. She's not. Thank God. If you think I love you. Okay, anyway, Silver Linings. Yeah, Silver Linings playbook. Yeah, I, I really enjoy this one. Yeah, I uh, I guess it's funny in a lot of moments. Uh, honestly, because the main character, played by uh, Brad- Bradley Cooper, he's just like really random and uh, straightforward with everything, and I think that's that's kind of funny. Uh, what he has, I I think he has some sort of mental condition. I forget what it is, uh, but yeah, it's like him, and he has to learn to deal with it. And uh, so does his dad has his dad played by uh, Robert De Janeiro, didn't Robert De Niro, Robert De Janeiro, the Robert De Niro. Yeah, he also has like, uh, I think uh, OCD he has to deal with. And I don't know, I maybe that's the the mental illness stuff that like makes me like it so much, but like. I I really like it. Yeah, yeah, the mental health aspects like definitely add to the story and really throw kind of a spanner in the works. Yeah. And I think 
I want to say Bradley Cooper's character has by I think he's bipolar. Bipolar. Yeah, I think you're I right. I want to say or something like that. And yeah, you know, then you take Jennifer Lawrence's character, and I don't even think she. No, she doesn't have a mental illness, but what wasn't her uh, her husband passed away, right? Yeah, it like yep. recently, and she like she's now a widow, and she's like kind of like depressed and kind of just up and down. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, just really added to it. Yeah, yeah, they were like super rude to each other at first, but then they started oh, they liking were. each other. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it's just a great story. On it's a love story for the out. ages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed that movie, too. I'm, I'm glad you brought that one up. And I feel I feel like you really like those uh, special type of romance dramas. I do. You know, where Passengers had that sci-fi aspect to it and silver linings playbook it's really not a traditional love story at all i think no i think you enjoy when it's kind of i can't come up with anything other than spice unorthodox maybe you know yeah there we go there we go that's a good word too yeah 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 i mean i i think that would be a good way to put it i think uh you know the way it's done in the movies is kind of unrealistic to me so it's like i that's why i can't really like relate to it because like you know i mean sometimes i don't know i i I don't know why i don't but i just never really believed in it so that's probably why i don't like it (laughs) okay all right that's fair and that's maybe a little bit of uh what andy over there is feeling too but yeah no yeah i i totally understand and i don't like when I kind of went on my spiel about the romance films, I don't feel all of it. And I don't, re- or I should say, I don't relate to all of it. Yeah. I don't. You but, don't have to, to enjoy it either. But I'm just right, saying, like, right. that's why I like, that's, that's yeah. like, one of, it's like one of those things is like when, like, sometimes when an action movie gets a little too cheesy, it's like, uh, all right. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, it happens all the time. You know, there's actually a lot of movies that I watch that I like. Maybe that's not a good good example <laughs> to where that happens. And I'm like, uh, yeah. you know, nah. But no, I don't you're know good. how to explain it. Maybe it's like my thing with rom-droms is the same with your, you know, space movies. Like, I haven't really figured out, like, why I don't really like it. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah, no, very fair. God, we're yeah. getting some like therapy about movies in here. <laughs> like what we like, what we don't like, and oh man, I'm I'm trying, I'm trying my best here. I'm really grateful for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, though, Eric. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna wrap us out with another category we haven't really touched yet, but comedies. And with a caveat that it's mostly, again, post-adult stuff, like my animation things. I think I liked a lot more comedies. We had an offline conversation about this, but like, uh, I think early 2000s had a lot of really good comedies. 90s had a lot of really good comedy. Not a lot of stuff nowadays that really uh, scratches that itch, I guess. 
mm-hmm. but one that uh, I watched recently, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, I think this one's on Netflix still. Uh, this one's a Coen Brothers film. W- was uh, it a Netflix original? I- I'm sorry to like, yeah, I'm just wondering. Yeah, it was. I think you might yep. be right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yeah, it's probably okay. permanently Netflix. Okay, you go ahead. Yeah, this is a compilation of like two and a half hours of mini episodes, mini stories. There's like eight different stories, I think. Six or yeah, six, six stories, and they're not all comedies, um, but there's a lot of comedic elements that run through them. And some are funnier than others. Some are overall better than others. But uh, this movie is very funny. I was going to touch on Palm Springs as my comedy, uh, but I think that's one that we'll probably end up having our own episode on one day. Just because oh, that's, that's a great movie. Oh, we got it. Uh, I don't think Battle of Buster Scruggs gets enough love, even from uh, people who enjoy Coen Brothers films. Uh, it's all stuff like No Country for Old Men, like uh, you talked about for your westerns and stuff. And Fargo. Yeah. Yeah, and this one just yep. kind of gets overlooked in their repertoire. I get you. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. A good one. Yeah. No, Andy, actually, like, funny that you bring up comedies and that there's a lot of gems back a little ways, you know, in the 90s, 2000s that we, like, that we love and we can watch over and over again because they're so good and you can't stop laughing. There's also that conversation to have about how comedy is nowadays and who, who it will kind of tick off, rub the wrong way, who it won't. (laughs) Yeah. It's very tough. It's a very thin line. I understand. I do understand. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault comedians. I'm not gonna fault people for how they feel, and I won't really get into that because <laughs> it's, I, it's yeah, it's it's a very very tough topic to talk about. And if we're on a social issue, political type podcast, may, maybe <laughs> you know, but this is movies. <laughs> So, yeah. you know, I don't really have strong feelings one way or the other, but very interesting that you bring that up because I thought about that for my genres for this topic episode mm-hmm. because there aren't a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Like for me, comedies that I can find that are gems for me that I will watch forever and ever. But at the same time, I thought, okay, but I still do cherish those back then and a couple here and there. So I didn't think that could be one of my genres because I have enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it before, you know, and I hope, I hope that it can thrive again, really. Like I have hope for it. So but uh, like it's very interesting that you brought that up and i i just wanted to say that you know like i was almost in line with you for bringing that up but ballad of busker scruggs i i'm ready i'm ready to watch 
Yeah, I th- I think you'll like it, and if you don't, there's there's five more episodes in it. So or not like episodes, but there's six different vignettes. So if you don't like oh. one, probably one that you will like. So oh yeah, and I I like those like little short story things, like the kind of uh, a movie that has multiple parts to it, and they kind of like link up. Yep. Is, yeah. is it kind of like that? There, there's some common themes, and I think there's one or two characters that do occur in multiple, but for the most part, they're separate. Oh, okay, okay. But no, I still might enjoy. All right, awesome. I'll check that out. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so we uh, obviously there were some, some categories we touched on more than others. For the most part, it's really hard to actually pick categories that you like don't necessarily like and i think we all feel that way here just because movies are so diverse and i love that that even though we don't necessarily like a certain genre you can still find like gems in each and every genre out there from subgenre. i think this was good conversation for us to see what we need to uh watch into more and develop more strengths into and good therapy yes always good therapy yes Yes. Speaking of good therapy. <laughs> what, Eric? I'm going to plug our sponsor in here. <laughs> Better help. <laughs> they missed a few episodes since Hellblade, but they're back. It's not funny. Mental health is not funny, guys. Okay? It's serious. It, it if is. you need help, get help. Get some help. I, I okay. With, this is just yeah. not. This is a serious subject. I am. What is what is the word? Uh, it starts with an F. Facetious. I'm being facetious. All right. <laughs> but yes. I'm just I'm laughing because like I keep like I don't know why I keep plugging in like better help. They're not paying me to say this or anything, but like man. They are a good. Every time though. we want to yeah. like talk about mental health, I'm like, yeah, get better help, man. <laughs> we had like a string of like four or five episodes uh near our start where we just talked about mental health for a while. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. We did. That's really? why they're they're kind of like yeah. a not official official sponsor. Okay. Yeah. I, I would love to talk more about mental health because honestly, like I was interested in being a mental health counselor until I was like, okay, I can't go through four years of school with these classes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not a school guy. So like and I'm okay with just giving advice to my close ones that and I'm good with that. And I'm sure it's very taxing. Thank you for Every mental health counselor, psychologist, psychiatrist. Oh, oh yes, man. you're the like, real one. Seriously, that's it's tough. Yes, yeah. As always, on the on the on the serious notes, um, make sure you're mm-hmm. aware. The suicide hotline is now nine eight eight, and uh, if you need help, get help. Mm-hmm. Yes. Depression, not cool, man. No, it's tough. Yeah, you stole your bike, man. Not cool. Nah, where's my car, man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And hey, hey, I will throw it out there. I am on anxiety meds. So I understand everybody. I do. I used to 
Yeah, I used to be on those too. Antidepressants yep. too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if going off of them was a good idea, but like, hey man, we're we're figuring it out out here. We're just we're we're vibing. But Eric, I'm I'm worried about doing... you, but yeah, okay. I I am too a little <laughs> bit. Kidding. Honestly, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just um, kidding. No, we're good. We're good. Um, we're all good. Hey guys, is our next episode gonna be during Eric's birthday? Right? Yes. It's gonna be my B day, right, Andy? Our next one is Eric's pick because it's Eric's birthday month, and that just worked out like that. Uh, oh, it will release yeah. the Monday before his birthday. Or Oh. Yeah, yeah. The Monday before. Okay, the shoot. Monday just, before? Just letting you guys in on a preview that we're going to do one during Eric's birthday weekend, too. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. You know. we, we may have a special Oscar episode. So it'll be one for every week in March. Mm-hmm. Surprise. You guys are welcome. You got more content. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, what what have you guys been watching lately? Lately, I've seen a little film called Killers of the Flower Moon. Ooh, I am sure nobody's heard of it ever. I've heard and that's a big one. It's probably a diamond in the rough, honestly. I think they're like but... in the indie film category for our Oscars <laughs> episode. Yeah, yeah, and no, nope, it's totally it's very it. like it's very not well known actors in it and a very little known director directing it uh somebody called martin scorsese or scorsese is uh, I, I don't know how it's actually yeah see i told you <laughs> but my boy leo is in it and another boy jesse plemons and another Ooh. boy robert de niro and a new gal lily gladstone that I hope is in a lot more things to come, but I've been excited about this movie ever since it came out in theaters or that it was even announced. I'm like, Leo is partner. Leo and Robert are partnering with Martin Scorsese again. Let's go. It's you been know? a few years. Yeah, it, it has. And God, Leo and De Niro weren't in any Scorsese films together. Where? Am I wrong? No, they actually might have alternated. They weren't. No, no. no. Nero wasn't in Departed. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, first film being together, and wow, wow, like, amazing one to be in together for the first time. Just, and like we talked about during this episode, it's a western. But guys, I really enjoyed it, and once I learned about the plot and that it was based off a true story. And it was dealing with the Native American Osage tribe. Really interested me. And I also heard that it was a very, very good novel. So I was super excited about it. And I don't want to give away much, but just, I don't know. It it's, There's not a lot of action in the movie. I will say that. Not a lot of uh, bing, bang, boom. But wow, performances, the conversations, the plot, they carry, they carry a lot. And it's wow. Yeah, I don't know what I would have changed about the movie, honestly. So Scorsese, 
Robert, Leo, Lily, everybody, Jesse, good job. <laughs> Watch that one. And I uh, can't, rec- can't recommend it more. It's on Apple TV Plus for free now, finally. we're My wife and I were kind of waiting for it because it is a long movie, guys. I got to warn you, you know, it's Ew. it's a long movie. But really, like, I, I don't... My wife, like I said, she doesn't do well with slow burns or long movies in general. But she was locked in. She wanted to keep watching it, you know. So can't say more good things about it and just last night i finally finished absentia and it is one of the first movies from mike flanagan my boy that you guys have probably heard me talk about before on the podcast but yeah uh one of his early films and i did recognize one of the actresses in it uh, that played one of the main sisters and it's a it's a very interesting movie the plot like i'll just uh sum it up real quick uh and not give away much but so there's two sisters the one sister that does not have a house not a place to live she was a drug addict and trying to get her shit together she moves in with her sister that has had her husband missing for seven years and they can't find a trace of him like the cops nothing so they're about to declare him dead in essentia, it's called. It's like kind of just a term where we don't know where they are, but they're probably presumed dead. Castaways. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, freaking, yeah. Uh, what's it? No, something Nolan. What? That's his last name, though. Chuck, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I was just thinking about Chuck. Oh, poor Chuck. But Chuck Nolan. Yeah, Chuck Nolan. But yeah, the husband has been missing for seven years, and uh, there's a mysterious tunnel under a highway that the one sister that is trying to put her shit together that moves in with the sister that is married to that missing man, she kind of notices, and yeah, some weird shit starts to go down okay so i'm gonna be completely honest haven't been watching very many movies lately uh i've been watching a show called umbrella academy yeah and i've been really enjoying it so far we're on season three and uh we're like halfway through it halfway through season three so yeah it's a lot of time travel and like it's very interesting things. A lot of interesting theories about that. Okay. And interesting characters too. Yeah. The guy's got a fishbowl for a head. And I, I think that's like why I clicked on it in the first place. Cause like I saw a picture of a guy with a fishbowl for a head. And I'm like, okay, this has <laughs> got to be good. This you is know? weird as shit. I'm in. Yeah, exactly. It was like <laughs> yeah. appealingly odd. And I'm like, hell yeah, yeah. let's do it. That's yeah, amazing. It was definitely getting what I was expecting. All right. Have you seen that one yet, Hunter? No. uh, Andy, funny thing, though, when you brought it up, I remember when we worked together years and years ago, it seems like, that you brought it up to me and that you told me to watch it. Haven't watched it. I, I feel like I started the first episode and then 
I got caught up doing something and just never returned to it. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of like that, that no, person that totally forgets, but I'm going to, I'm going to hop back on for you guys. Of course. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I did the first time around when mm-hmm. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the first episode and nothing was like really like latching on to me. Uh, really, I guess for like the first okay. half of the episode. And then I like, yeah. And then I never got back to it for a while. And then yeah. like I started watching it recently and then actually like getting into it. And the first episode, I'm not going to lie. It was like a lot of like introducing things like, uh, I don't oh, know. Definitely. And then then yeah. like getting into it, like the first later episodes, you actually get like hooked. That's where it, you just have to like give it a chance. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Season four it comes out in august so you have enough time to uh binge it and catch up, catch up. yeah, yeah. Damn, yep. sweet that, all right yeah i'll do it guys okay and andy what you got awesome uh so i got a pick and eric tell me if you recommend this one if you did i have a backup okay so free solo 2018 not at all okay i, re- I remember you recommended a hiking one last time i couldn't remember if it was just everest or if there's another one but I've been into this Everest. It was just Everest. Yep, you're good. Yeah. But into this, I guess this movie isn't hiking. Uh, this is uh, free climbing, and mm-hmm. or free soloing as as it's called. And been into this binge of watching these dangerous stunt movies. And this follows this guy. It's kind of a more documentary than like just a standard film. This guy Alex Honnold who wants to free solo El Capitan in Yosemite National Park. And it's like 1,800 meters up or something crazy like that. It's some crazy height. It's like just this huge straight rock wall. And this is by directors Jimmy Chin and his wife, Elizabeth. And they did like the new Nyad movie that we'll talk about during the Oscar and uh they do really good this movie gets very in-depth to the behind the scenes of this guy's motives and his his pretty much his reasons for doing such crazy pretty much things that are guaranteed to get you killed eventually uh and for those of you that don't know like what free soloing is basically like climbing without ropes so you're not suspended anything you make a slip up you uh you're foot falls off the little bit of rock that you have you're you're dead so it's a really harrowing movie to watch and for most of the movie it just follows his life and his accomplishments to date and then kind of the last half hour or so you get to see the big thing and everyone kind of grapples with like the morality of making a movie like that like Oh, we're 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 a film crew following around a guy who could very likely die while we're filming this, and we might just record him falling to his death. Jesus, so it's, it's it's very real, and uh, I just I enjoyed this one a lot. It was, it was a good watch. It's on uh, Hulu. Would you say it's more of like a documentary? Yeah, yeah, it's more documentary. It's like handheld cameras and stuff, and. Okay. Or but like high production value, like they use drones to get all this high tech stuff. Oh, okay. Cool. 
been hearing a lot about it and like a lot of good things. So I, I might have to check that out. It might give me too much anxiety to where my chest might pop, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Dude, most most of the movie's good, but that last, like when it actually gets into the climb, it is insane. Like I didn't think my heart could like tighten that much just watching a movie. Mm-hmm. And usually, like heights don't bother me in movies, even though heights bother me a lot in real life. And God, that it, it's insane. Just because it's it's like watching like a YouTube video of someone doing this shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, because of your recommendation, Andy, I will I will be adding it to my letterbox watch list. Honestly, yeah, it, it's just it's gripping. It's good. Free solo, awesome. It's I'm good, like... and yeah, as as you know, Eric, I got into getting into climbing recently, and it's kind of just yeah, insane man. how far ahead some of these people are. Like seeing the kind of shit that Alex does in this movie, like like you're just like, what? Like you'll see some of the grips he does, and you're like, how does the human body even do that? Yeah, right. Insane oh yeah. Strength. Yeah, I mean, they put some like, uh, was it the the powder? The grip powder on them, on their hands. Does yeah. He do that? Like when he's climbing, that's pretty much all he has on him is just a little bag of chalk. You're joking. Yeah, the chalk. Yeah. And then Man. they could just work wonders with that shit. It's almost like their hands turn sticky. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. This dude's just grabbing things. It's like, and you're putting his foot on like, like maybe a, like a thumb's length of room or something and you're like mm-hmm. using all your body weight on that and pushing yourself up and it's like uh, just crazy stuff yeah some of these that's, free climbers oh, though man. like they can like climb something that's like 30 degrees like upside down too <laughs> it's not like mountain goats yeah yeah <laughs> mountain goat yeah so we're gonna do not a hiking movie next but we're gonna do one of eric's picks that uh deal a little bit with uh mind fuckiness whatever the movie was i don't remember but um... (laughs) 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 it's memento you gotta tattoo it on yourself eric you're joking dude yeah that's right yeah andy the tattoo pump them full of some sleep meds we'll tattoo him then he'll remember what we remember picked just just write memento like on every inch of my body and i'm like yeah like i don't know i i was it's on the tip of my tongue but uh i don't know we're gonna freak the tattoo (laughs) a thousand mementos on my arm dude memento (laughs) is gonna be all caps on your body all right We, we got this we got this andy christopher nolan movie i think that's our first one we're going to cover from him so really yeah, for that yeah. yeah yeah i think so uh, right interesting i think we've been wanting to do inception but yeah this might be the first oh inception will be coming up i hope it'll be coming up but yeah this okay. is a lesser known christopher nolan i'm sure it's one of my favorites even though he's a hit and miss for me yeah it's very good so yeah if you guys finally remember who you are um and who we are you can look at your tattoos and see that it says hazardous opinions pod <laughs> at gmail.com or you can hit 
Hunter and us as a group up on Instagram and hit us up on Discord. There's a little nifty invite link in the description. Don't even need to tattoo it to remember it. You just click it and join. And, it's uh, that yeah. easy. Chat with us there. Yeah. Whatever Andy just said, I don't remember, but we love you guys. And um, stay tuned for whatever the next movie is next because I don't remember. Here, hold on. I'm trying to look at my tattoos on like my stomach. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thank oh, you, guys. And, and rate us five stars. What was I supposed to say? Oh, yes. Goodbye.